Welcome to the NACF Podcast, Central Campus Edition. Today we have Associate Pastor, Pastor Erica Severs Brooks, and she preaches about how are you walking? What's hindering your walk? Are you slumped over? Are you limping? What's stopping you from walking upright with God the way he designed for you to? Coming up. Most of us have not made it to the kind of walk that God has called and designed you to because you got too much trauma and drama in your life. Trauma changes the way you walk. It changes the way you think. And of course, if the way you think has been changed and altered, then the way you walk and move is going to be altered too. Something that he wants to say to you. Hallelujah. Are you listening? Are you hearing the word? There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's give God a hand praise in this house. Amen. We thank God for, amen, pastor's testimony and her affirmation. I don't know about you, but, but one thing I know about God is that we have have we're shifting he has shifted the tide and what we have to get accustomed to is expecting him inside with miracle signs and wonders on a daily basis we're expecting God to to you know y'all y'all yeah we, we still want him and he still can you know do this uh walk on water kind of stuff But how many of you know that in 2021, the miracle sign and wonder of breathing ain't no joke? It's simple, but we try to make it hard. It could all be so simple. Let's go to our word on this morning. If you would stand with me, we're going to read. Just two scriptures this morning, very simple passage of scripture. I do think, feel like this word is simple, but it can have quite an impact if we would apply it. Our scripture reading this morning is found in Colossians 2, verses 6 through 7. Let's read together. It simply says, therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, walk in union with him and I could stop and we could dismiss and go home from right there because that right there that piece of scripture all by itself if you do that you'll have some miracle signs and wonders let's start this over therefore as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord walk in union with him reflecting his character in the things you do and say, living lives that lead others away from sin. How many of y'all doing that? This scripture is good all by itself. Verse seven, having been deeply rooted in him and now being continually built up in him and becoming increasingly more. Do y'all see that you walk with him, you get built up and you are becoming increasingly more established in faith just as you were taught 
and overflowing in it with gratitude. Have a seat and let me just share a little bit of this scripture with you. The, the, the theme for the year is the walk. That's the theme for the year is the walk. And what I want us to understand, if I could just tell you this today, that if you would really learn how to walk with God, that all this other stuff, and, and it's not that you're not going to have a struggle. It's not that stuff ain't going to happen. But if you would really just learn how to walk with God, it's going to simplify your life. And this scripture shows you that you grow in abundance and you're more established. But before I go any further, let me give y'all the title. My question to you this morning, our title this morning comes in the form of a question. And that is, how are you walking? How are you walking? Now, walking is a real simple activity that most of us do and kind of, uh, you know, you learn how to do this. If, if you're real good, you, you learn that about nine months. But if you like me, I think I ain't start walking until I was like two. It wasn't a, you know, I wasn't in a rush to do nothing, I guess. But walking is a very natural activity, and it's, it, there's a lot more involved in walking than we give it credit for. When I looked it up, and I'm, this is really just information right here. The, the, the physical act of walking happens when your brain sends a signal to the motor neurons in your, in your central nervous system, and they send impulses to your muscles that cause them to move. Now, that's the, the technical, simple, physical definition of walking. But when we talk about walking, we're not just talking about right foot, left foot. We're usually talking about your style. It's a totally different situation when we're talking about your style. And what I found out is your style of walking comes from two basic places, and that's your genetic makeup and the environment. If y'all stay with me. Your genetic makeup, your bone and your body structure, you know, I don't take short. It's uncomfortable for me to take short steps because I have long legs. And so part of the genetic, I ain't mad at you, Ari, part of the genetic makeup of your walk has to do, part of your walk has to do with your genetic makeup. It also has something to do, ladies, with how much weight you carry. I don't care what nobody say. If you, you know, top heavy, you work a, walk a certain way, and if you got a little, you know, base on you, you know, I'm trying to be nice to y'all. It's just a certain way that you walk. It's about your genetic structure and makeup and the environment. Some, some of us walk the way we walk because of who we've been around. You know, you grew up with your daddy and your daddy got this swagger. You grew up with your mom and she has this really cute, not, let me not do that. She has this little walk, you know. It's about your environment. So my question, what does your walk say about you? Uh-oh is right. What does your walk say about you? Do you drag your feet? Do you... You walk with your head down or your, 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 is your, your posture, you know, are you draggy? Do you got drip? You got swag? You got sex appeal? Are you sassy? Do you have short, 
steps or do you have this long stride? They tell me that a lot, that they hear a lot about you or know a lot about you by the way you walk. They can tell a lot about your personality. But today, I want you to know that there's a lot that a person will know about your spirit, about your life, about your call based on the way you walk. So I asked God, what is it about walk? Because we're talking about, you know, this is a physical thing, you know. Uh, you know, right foot, left foot. Your right, your left, your left, your left, right, left. You know, then pastor took it to the hood, you know. My, my back hurt, my, you know. You know. You, <laughs> thank you, Sarah. You know what I'm saying. We can't say it, right? We're not going to say it. But what God told me about walking, and this is, this is very simple, but it's really very profound. He said the way we walk is made up of a pattern of steps that are repeated. Walking is made up of a pattern of steps that you repeat. Your way you walk is made up of a pattern of steps that you repeat. It's not just the motion of your left foot and your right foot, but it is a reason that we walk the way we walk. It's everything that comes up with your motion that talks about, that, that tells us about your walk. The movement of your right and your left. The pattern. And what is pattern? Pattern is qualities, acts, and tendencies. And that's what God told me to talk to you about today. Your tendencies. What tendencies do you have in your pattern of movement? What tendencies do you have? What movement in your life are you repeatedly making that has now been identified as your walk? What repeated pattern do you have that I now identify as your walk? What are you doing so consistently that it's now considered who you are and what you do? What are you doing so often and so much that I say, that's Ari. I can hear my mom walking down a hallway and never see her and go, that is her cadence. What are you doing so often, so repeatedly, so consistently that, they, that, that, that people believe that that is who you are? My God. What movement speaks volumes of you? Our pattern is considered who we are, the way you walk in and what you're doing. Are you the kind of person that has a walk that's representative of Christ? Or does your walk say something else? Does it talk about what you're doing and what you're into? What does your pattern of movement say about your walk and your life with Christ? God gave me four simple, simple, very simple things to share with you today about your walk. And I say they're simple. However, there is a, 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 a piece of this that it, it was kind of clinical for me. And I said, God, you know, I'm not trying to do therapy on Sunday morning. But <laughs> there is a 
There is a depth in in this first piece that I'm going to share with you. The first uh point for the, for today is one of the reasons we walk the way we do and that is to compensate we're either compensating or overcompensating for something and all that all to compensate means is you making up for or you overdoing because of my god i feel the presence of god you are either making up for something or you're overdoing because of something. And the very first thing that God told me to talk to you about is the pain and trauma of your life. My God. Most of us have not made it to the kind of walk that God has called and designed you to because you got too much trauma and drama in your life. Trauma changes the way you walk. It changes the way you think. And of course, if the way you think has been changed and altered, then the way you walk and move is going to be altered too. It's going to be altered too. What's in you? What have you encountered in this life that has shifted the way you do life? Have you encountered sexual abuse, physical abuse? Have you been abandoned? Have you been neglected? What has happened that caused you pain? Did somebody pass away? Did you get left hanging? Did you not have enough food? Did you not have enough money? Have you been homeless? Are you mentally ill? What is it that you're compensating for? What is it that has shifted the way God has designed you to walk. What is it that you're trying to make up for? God said, and a lot of us are carrying weight. So you're overcompensating. The scripture, there's a scripture that says for us to let go of all the sin and the weight. That we are compensating for some of the stuff that we're caught up in. You're overdoing it. You coming here loud and clapping and praise the Lord, everybody, because you haven't been praising the Lord all week. We're compensating. You're compensating. You're hurt. God said there is a walk that shows overcompensation. You're overdoing it. Because of what has happened to you. What's, that, that's one thing. What's in you? That's, that's the pain and trauma. Part of compensation, too, is what's on you. It's not just the pain and the trauma, but sometimes it's about what you got, what, what you're wearing. Let me take shoes, for instance. Let me take shoes, for instance. There's a certain way that you walk depending on the shoes that you have on your feet. There is a certain, y'all hear this in the spirit realm, there is a certain way you walk depending on what you have on your feet. What are you walking on? What have you put on to, to, to keep you from, to keep your feet from the elements? What have you put on? I know that uh, a few years ago, the, the, a lot of these teenage boys that thought they had this real big shoe game, right? They, they would walk like, one time, I'm gonna tell on Jalen, one time he was walking like this and I'm like, sir, what's wrong? Is, 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 is something wrong with your back? Did something happen? He was so concerned about getting a crease in his shoe that it shifted the way he walked. 
What do you have on you that you're so concerned you're overdoing it and overcompensating? What is it that is shifting? Sometimes uh, people that wear heels all the time, I have a hard time with flats. I love heels. So when I have to put on flats, I feel kind of kind of a little bit off balance. And, and when you are beginning to make changes in your life, God is asking that you do something different, that you wear something different, that you have something different. But a lot of us are caught up in compensation so much so that it has shifted the way we walk. The other thing that shifts the way we walk when we're talking about compensation is what you're walking on. Think about that, what you're walking on. If you got a flat surface, sometimes it's easier to walk. Some people are so accustomed to things being uneven, and this is what God told me to tell you. You're so used to chaos and drama in your life that you don't even know how to live when things are calm and smooth. You're so used to the instability that you recreate, instability just so that you could walk the way you're accustomed to walking. God has called us to a different way of walking and living. But you're so busy compensating for the trauma. You're so busy compensating. Can't nobody say nothing to you. We're not sure where you're at because you don't know how to live a life outside of the traumatic experience. And now's the time in our service where we like to give you the opportunity to give. To sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so in three ways. You can text New Antioch Central to 77977. We use PushPay. You can also visit our website. That's newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org and push the giving tab. You can also mail it in. You can mail it to 610 Bellrose Lane. That's Las Vegas, Nevada, 89107. And we'd like to pray for those that are giving and able to give. Father God, we'd just like to thank you for those that are able to give and still see the need to give so we can still sow into these communities and to our ministries and keep preaching and bringing the word of God. We thank those who are, remain to be obedient. And these things we pray in Jesus' name we pray. God, help me explain this. Compensating. Our next point is compromise. This is another way we find ourselves walking. Sometimes we're compensating, other times we're comp compromising, and that's where we make room for other stuff. People that compromise make room in what they're doing for other stuff. The one example God gave me was like when you're traveling and you got a lot of bags and suitcases and, and things that you have to, that you feel like you have to take with you, you are, your walk is compromised because you have this big baggage, you have this luggage, and instead of being able to walk up straight, it has you walking bent over and, 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 and crooked and, and you have all this extra stuff. Your walk has been compromised, ma'am. Your walk has been compromised, sir, because you got extra baggage that God didn't assign to your life. You're holding on to stuff. You have stuff that has nothing to do with, he, with what he called you to do, and you have too much baggage. My God. 
too much baggage. The other thing God told me is that we are giving way to accommodate the God of what we had in mind. Our walk is compromised because we want what we want so bad that we're going to do it the way we did. We said we wanted to do it and God just going to have to deal with what it looked like. <sighs> What have you made so important that you've negotiated the standard that God has set for you? You are, God told me we are negotiating his plan and his purpose for our own selfish desires. You are compromising the call and the gift on your life because you want to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, how you want to do it. We have compromised our walk. We're compromising our walk. It's not coming out the way that God decided because you didn't add it something extra, extra over into it. You want to feel better. So instead of getting down and worshiping, you going to eat or you overeating or you smoking or you drinking or you let's talk about it. You're overworking or you're sexing or you're doing stuff that has nothing to do with what God called you to. We're compromising. We're compromising. God told me we're compromising our finance. And I, I really don't like talking about finance. But God told me this morning, we're compromising our finance. There is a distinct order and pattern that God has called for, called you for in your life. And you have compromised it. And you wonder why you don't have it. You didn't ate it up. You didn't gave it to the bills. You didn't gave it to the mall. God said, I have called you with a distinct pattern of movement for your finance. And you're not where you could be because you have compromised. You have the God of shopping or the God of having stuff. And God has called you to something else. My. And we've compromised. We're negotiating the standard that God has called us to. And now we don't have what he called us to. Hmm. Next, comfort. A walk of comfort. And what comfort is, is what makes, what you make excuses for. You're just going to do it. It's just going to be comfortable. You're just going to do it your way. You're just going to, you don't want a whole bunch of fuss, no muss. Don't, 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 don't put me out here. Don't make me uncomfortable. Let me do what I've always done. And I'll always get what I always got. I ain't trying to have nothing else. Just let me be right here. Whew. God said that we have gotten too comfortable being comfortable. Comfortable. We got habits. Here's what God told me. We're making excuses for not walking the way that he called us to because we're comfortable. And our comfort has come through habits. That's just who I am. It's just what I do. It's just all, this is how I've always done it. And this is how I'm always going to do it. So, so this is what makes me good. This is what makes me comfortable. God said, I need you to get out of your place of comfort and get on the path that I have designed for your life. 
Comfort also gives us, uh, uh, puts us in a, a lack of, people that are comfortable also live in a lack of effort and a lack of attention. Y'all ever wa watch somebody that just got this, you know, this kind of trifling, lazy walk, just kind of, you know, it ain't got no whole lot to it, just, you know. <laughs> this one drives me crazy when people walk like this. Like, you know, it's just lazy. There's no attention to it. There's no effort. There's no attention to the structure and, and, and no attention to what's going on around you. God said too many of us are comfortable. Too many of us are living without attention to our spirits. I'm telling y'all, this is so simple but profound. So many of us, this is how the devil is getting you, is in a place of comfort. You have gotten comfortable. I'm just going, you know, I'm just going to show up at church. They always going to be there, so I'm just going to go. Nothing about what you're doing is about purpose. Nothing about what you're doing is about ministry. It's about your comfort. It's selfish. It's about what you like. It's about what's easy. And God said, I am calling you to a place of walking with intention and you're comfortable. I'm just doing it because it's easy. It's easy. I don't have to get up and do anything. It's easy. I don't have to practice the music. I'm just going to show up. I don't have to come in and, and lead the prayer. I could just show up and be in the atmosphere of prayer. But I'm going to tell you what, people that are walking in a comfortable, easy place are also easily got. You're not being attentive to the things of God. You're not being, the devil sees who God called you to be. And because you're living in a place of comfort and ease and not on your game and fighting, the devil is taking advantage of you. I was uh, reading um, the other day and uh, Ted Bundy, I don't know how many of you all remember him, but. They said Ted Bundy, my God, knew who his victims were by the way they walked. Look it up. It's real. The enemy knows who you are. He knows that you're easy to get by the way you walk. Are you just walking in comfort or are you walking intentionally? What are you doing? Ted Bundy watched. Full of the devil. Watched. She don't even look like she paying attention. He don't look. I am going to get her. A walk without intention. A lazy, comfortable walk full of habit makes you pray to the enemy. And we have decided this year to take a walk. It has to be intentional. My God. Last. Our last type of walk is the call. And this one is what we are made for. The other ones are the, the, the other ones were about what we do and, and some of the habits and some things that have happened to us. But this is what you're made for. And this is where we're going to rest today. You need to know what God has called and destined you for. Y'all remember uh, what, what movie was that, uh, Color Purple, when Sophia was going to fight? 
that walk had some purpose in it. <laughs> Y'all know, I ain't trying to fall in it. You, you know, it had some purpose. She was on her way to do something. How many of you have a walk that has intent and purpose? God has called you, destined you, and designed you, and you sitting up somewhere, living a walk that's compromised, compensated, and comfortable, and God has called you to a walk of purpose. And purpose is the intended expression of God's call, will, and design for your life. Are you walking out God's intended expression and design for your life? Ooh, quiet, there go that rat and that cotton boy. Are you, or are you just being comfortable? Or are you so busy with a life that's compensated and full of the trauma and drama? Or are you full of the compromise? I'm going to give this, but I need, still need to have room to do me. I'm young. I should be able to live my life. And then get saved. I heard somebody say that. She said, I was going to get saved when I was 30, but I needed to take my 20s to do my thing. That's what. I'm, she, cause that's why I was going to say Tiffany because she ain't the only one that thought like that. But God is calling us to a, a, a walk that is full of purpose. If we're going to walk with God, if we're going to walk this way, it needs to be intentional. It needs to be full of everything that God has placed in you. It needs to be full of, 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 of what he said to you. And that's my question for you today. What did God say to you about you? What did he say to you about you? If, you, if, if I watched you walk in a room, what would I hear in your walk? What, what does your walk say? Does it say that you are a person that prays? Or does it say that you are a person that preys on folks? What does your walk say? Does your walk say that you're a person that loves God and loves the things of God? Or do you just love things? What does your walk say? Hear me when I tell you God said, I am asking that your walk show the call of God on your life. I remember when, when I was in high school and we had a youth congress one year. I was in high school. Um, we all went to Youth Congress, and I was so shocked to see some of my classmates at church. I was like, you go to church? Because there is nothing about your life and what I've seen you do that say nothing like Jesus. I didn't even know you knew how to spell Jesus, let alone be in his house. What does your walk say? What does it say? God is calling you to prayer. Tiffany ain't the only one that God called to pray. Tasha ain't the only one God called to do praise and worship. What is your walk saying? Are you doing the things? Do you have a pattern of movement that speaks of the call? Or does your pattern of movement speak of your trauma and your drama? Does your pattern of movement speak of prayer? Or does it speak of gossip? What does your pattern of movement say? What does your walk say? 
God called us to prayer, worship, where, you know, uh, at New Antioch, we love, we pray, we lead, we give. Are you doing that? Does your life exemplify that? Is your pattern of movement in line with God's intended expression, will, and design for your life? Or are you walking your life out in compromise and overcompensation? Are you stuck? Are you stagnant because of what happened to you? Are you stuck? Are you compromising because of the way you choose to deal with what's happened to you? Where are you at? It's time for you to walk. It's time for you to stop being carried. It's time for you to walk this life out. It's time for you to stop reacting to life and time for you to begin to respond. And the difference between people react, that react and people that respond is real simple. People that respond got skill, they got knowledge, and they have resources. Do you have some skills, some knowledge, and some resources to walk out the things of life? Or are you just stuck needing someone else to walk it out for you? I don't know who God is talking. I do know a couple people who God is talking to today. And I want you to know and understand that God has called you to a place to walk it out. A place where your pattern of movement is very intentional. If you never spoke a word, y'all come on up for me. If you never spoke a word, actually, I just need Keith because I need to pray for Anthony and Mick. If you never spoke a word and I was only able to know your life by your movements and your patterns, what would I know about you? If you never, ever got to tell me that you love God, would I know that by your lifestyle? Would I know it by your walk? If you never said anything, what would I believe you valued? What would I believe that you, that convicted you? Would I know that you knew Jesus? If you never, ever, Open your mouth. What does your walk say about you? What does your pattern of movement say about you? God is calling for a more intentional walk this year. And before we start walking this way, God told me to stop and make sure you have an awareness of why you have been walking the way you're walking. Because this year is going to bring some stuff up. And you can't default to compromise. You can't default to compensation. You can't default to comfort. You have to default to the call. God is calling you to prayer. He's calling you to the word. He's calling you to worship. He's called you to a lifestyle. And I want the praise and worship team to know you guys are heavy on my heart. God is calling you all to do way more than you're doing. He's calling you to a place of, a, of consecration in your lifestyle. There are some things that happened in the atmosphere today that we could have and should have been able to overcome. 
Are you able to see? Where's your discernment? And this isn't all of you. Let me say that. I will say that. That God did tell me that some of us are, are, are in a place, but some of us are just, are, are not. Some of us ain't walking. Some of us are, are, are standing still and we're on that spiritual treadmill. You just, you, you're just present and you're just marking time. Tasha, God is calling you to a place. And I don't, well, I do know because he did tell me some stuff that he's been telling you. And I said, God, I don't want to put Tasha on blast. <laughs> I did. But God told me to tell you in front of everybody because I was going to just text it to you. That he is requiring truth in your inward part. And the truth is the integrity and fidelity of the word that God spoke. God said, I have called you to prayer, word, and the worship and worship. God said, you have too many distractions. And just like last week when, when Pastor did her example and she kind of staggered a little bit, that God said, I have not called you to stagger like that. And you're staggering because you're distracted and you're trying to walk on top of things that I'm trying to flatten out. Mick and Anthony, same thing. God said, I want you. You guys are quality men. And God has, this, this praise and worship team can't go where it needs to go because you guys haven't gone where you need to go. God is no longer going to just move on top of stuff. God said, I'm coming through and I need to move through you, but I can, and I'm going to tell you, because I know this myself, I, let me share being put on blast. I was in, stuck in some foolishness because of the trauma and drama of my life, and I began to compromise my walk with God, and it did not work. The things that God has for you are way, way bigger than any talent or gift you have. My God, hear me, New Antioch. God is calling us to a different place, and I'm one of them that's like, well, it, it, but it, hey, what about the people that are there? Aren't they supposed to be? Wasn't it Pastor Sonia and Pastor Regina? And God said, no, it's you. Alan, it's you. Tiffany, it's you. Angie, it's you. God has spoken that fitness ministry to you one too many years. You all, it's time to walk this out. New Antioch can't be all that God called it to be if you don't do your part. You got to do your part. You can't just come on Sunday and do whatever you want throughout the week. God is asking that you walk with him. How can two walk together unless they agree? Will you agree 
Will you, as the scripture said this morning, join in union with him, not just for what you do, but for who he is to you and in you? Mick and Anthony, God worked my life with y'all this week. He's at, oh my God, he's asking. For a level, a level of relationship that you desire but have never seen, and here, follow me, just naturally. God said you haven't seen the level of relationship that you desire. He said, I am desiring a level of intimacy with you. Hear me, gentlemen. That will transform your life. I can hear you guys praying and asking God to do some things. Y'all got kids y'all worried about? Young fathers that are worried about, I hear you, God said you're worried about your kids. I'm asking that you would walk with me. Y'all come up here for me. I'm asking that you would walk with me. Barbara, I need you to come. I need, let me have the entire praise and worship team. If y'all don't, and don't stand close. Is this all right, Pastor? I promise I'll put my mask on. I will. The way you all walk has an impact on what people are experiencing in the service. They can't have a worship experience if we haven't taken time to have our own worship experience. And I'm telling you guys not to put you on blast, but because God loves you, God is saying there's so much ministry that has come from the trauma in your life. Hallelujah. But you guys are compensating through other stuff. You're compromising the anointing through other stuff. I hear you, God. God said some of it is busy work in the church. Some of it is busy work with family. And some of it is some straight up sin and weight. And I can tell you that because I got caught up sitting right in the church. Hallelujah. I could tell you because I was traumatized from childhood stuff right here in the church. And it compromised the way I walked. Hallelujah. God is calling you to ministry, Mick. God is calling you to ministry, Mick. There is such a man of integrity inside of you and you got some pain that you're trying to deal with. And God said, I see, hallelujah, and I care. Hallelujah. God said, I see, Mick, and I care. I care about you. I care about what's happening to you. I care about what has happened to you, and I have something set up for you here. Hallelujah. 
I'm going to tell you just how I hear it. God said, Mick, I love you. Hallelujah. You're not forgotten. You're not overlooked. I hear you. God said, and I'm not disappointed because I'm not surprised. God said, I'm not surprised. You're surprised. You didn't intend for this to turn out like this. God said, but I'm not surprised. And I'm calling you to a place of deliverance today. It's possible. And you don't have to be on top of it and, and, and just put together. God said, your heart has been so heavy. Woo! Woo! And you're just trying to make it and be all right. Ooh, God, in the name of Jesus. Ooh, God, in the name of Jesus. God, his heart is right, God. Teach him how to cope, God. Teach him how to make it, God. In the name of Jesus. Ooh, God said, I'm working it out for your good. I'm working it out for you. I need you to breathe. You're still in my hand. This is your confidence. I never fail. My promise still stands. Great is my faithfulness. Yep, God is going all the way back there. I hear you three years old. I hear you, God. I hear you three years old and eight years old and 10 and 12 and then 13. Your promise still stands.
your promise still stands great is your faithfulness your faithfulness still in your hands hey, I'm still in your hands hey, I'm still in your hands I'm still in your hands this is my confidence you've never failed you've never failed as we minister here minister right there where you are at home I speak to everyone that is compensating for something that you've been through you're keeping people away from you because you're compensating for that hurt and it's become your habitual pattern. That's your walk. Your habitual patterns. That's your walk. Or you're pulling too many people in your life because you can't stand being alone. Or you're overcompensating for the fear of rejection. Or you're angry. And you're trying to cover it up. You can't move on. Because you won't look at what's really going on in your life. You've just covered it up and tried to keep walking. We all know what it's like to cover it up and just keep walking. I had a walk. Sometimes people tell me I have a swag. But it was because I was so afraid of being so nerdish and uncool and the brainiac kid, and, and, and to keep bullies off me, I learned how to walk like I was from a hood I ain't know nothing about. And some of you, I just go to school and just keep walking. And they yell at me or they saying things to me and I just walk with them, you know, to try to act like I was whatever. And some of you, you have just kept walking and this word has come to you today that you don't have to overcompensate that you can really just walk free and be you and walk with God and where you are right now where you are right now lift those hands to God and say God I give you my life again some of you are right here in this room God I give you this I need you to heal the little girl in me I need you to heal the little boy in me, and yes, grown men, we see you. We see the little boy in you. We know we're dealing with the little boy in you, but stop trying to hide that and let God heal that. Stop trying to hide that. Let God heal that. You're hiding it by compensating. You're hiding it by the way you walk, by the way you interact with people, by what you let in your life. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, all those that you sent this word for this morning. God, we surrender our walk to you. We surrender our habits to you. We surrender our attitude to you. We surrender our emotions to you. Today, God, those that have been dealing with depression and anxiety, we break them free right now in the name of Jesus. Those of you that have been dealing with habits and sins, we break you free in the name of Jesus. Those of you dealing with addictions and fears, we break you free in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ can change your 
life. Do it now, God. Do it now, God. Do it now, God. When you healed every leper, when you healed every crippled person, they got up and walked. Their walk was different after they had an encounter with you. And I declare this morning that you are having encounters with people right now, with somebody in their office, with somebody in their living room, with somebody in their bedroom. You are having encounters with them right now in the name of Jesus. Healing encounters. Come on, where are my intercessors? Healing encounters right now in the name of Jesus all over Las Vegas, wherever this is, is going on. Healing encounters in the name of Jesus. Healing encounters in the name of Jesus. I need some prayer in this room. Healing encounters in the name of Jesus. Let them fall everywhere, all over, right now, in the name of Jesus, in this room. Healing encounter in the name of Jesus. Have a healing encounter in the name of Jesus. Healing encounters in the name of Jesus. Healing that is changing the way that I walk. Healing that will change the way that I talk. Healing that will change the way that I live. Healing encounters right now. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Healing encounters. You know where this word is going. You know who it's going to. Healing encounters with you right where they are. Right here in this room. Right here in this room. Pull us out of denial, God. Pull us out of denial. You're not okay. You're not okay. It's not good. It's not all good. We can tell it in your walk. In the name of Jesus. Oh, guys. Holy Spirit, you're the spirit of truth. Holy Spirit, you're the spirit of truth. Holy Spirit, you're the spirit of truth. Reveal truth. Reveal truth. Reveal truth in the name of Jesus. Reveal truth in the name of Jesus. Open their eyes to the truth. Open our eyes to the truth. Open my eyes to the truth. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Walking around these walls. I thought by now they fall. But you have never failed. I've been waiting for change. Waiting for change to come Knowing the battles failed us God move in this place right now move in this place right now those of you that are here 
We don't want to compromise you. This is our, our team, and we're being careful. But right where you are, if we never touch it, we never lay hands on you. God, today is your day, sis. You were here today for a reason. Receive the word and be changed from here on out. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, as she walks out of here today, let her walk be different. And wherever you need to deliver, wherever you need to set free, wherever you need to heal, it is done now in the name of Jesus. God, you lay your whole hand on her. You lay your head on her now. God, make a transition that she'll never be able to be the same. Give her a full surrender in the mighty name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on her. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on her. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on her. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Seen you move, you move the mountain, and I believe I'll see you do it again. You made a way where there was no way, and I believe I'll see you do it again. I seen you move, you move the mountains, and I believe. See you do it again. You made a way when there was no way, and I believe I'll see you do it again. I see you move, you move the mountains, and I believe I'll see you do it again. You made a way when there was no. way but there is a prophetic 
move that God has called New Antioch to, or he's called us to a move prophetically, let me say it that way. He, you're, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. Because um, I know you see it. And what God is saying to Antioch is that we have got to get in the vein. We got to walk this thing out. Y'all, we scared. December, I know we've had this conversation. Scared to death. God, who, me? Yes, you. Because guess what? Ain't nobody else there. This is your spot. Tiffany Day, it's your spot. Augustus, God said, you got to do it differently. You got to respond to life differently. You've been reacting and the same stuff keeps happening. Sheila, are you going to do it different? You're not too old. God said, I need you guys to find your way. This ministry is moving. Are you going to get left? Or are you moving with? God is calling this. I'm going to tell you what I hear. God said, if we don't do something different, he's going to sit us down. That's for this praise and worship team. Let me say that. We got to do it different. The atmosphere cannot suffer because people's lives are hanging in the balance. Will you walk this out with God? Will you develop a pattern of prayer? Will you develop a pattern of worship? Will you develop a pattern of the word? Will you develop a pattern, a pattern of, of a consecrated life? Will you? And walk it out. Walk this way. You all continue to walk it out in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God for that word today. How are you walking? Check how you're walking. Are you compensating? Are you compromising? Are you following the call? If you're not saved today, you need to get up and walk and just start your walk with God. You say, I really want to know what God has for me. I want to accept Jesus Christ in my heart. Whether you're here in the room or whether you're listening, say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. Forgive me for everything I've done wrong. I'm ready to walk with you. Come into my heart and save me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you believe that, if you believe that God is now in your heart and you've made a decision to walk with him, what you just said with your mouth is something that you, was already going on in your heart. We would love to be your church family. We would love to send you a book called Saved, Salvation 101 that will get you started on your walk with God. We would love to send you another book called The Enoch Experience, How to Walk with God. Enoch is a guy that all he did was walk with God. And so we uh, would love to send you that if you just put in those comments that you got saved today, that you received Christ today, that you want to start to walk with God. Or put in the comments that you want the book that will help you uh, to walk with God. Then just put that in the comments. Or you can go to newantioch.org and go to the connect section. Drop, drop down to where it says connect. And we will get you hooked up as a new member. I'd love to be your pastor. We'd love to be your church family. 
or get you hooked up in a community group, a smaller group of people that will keep up with you, that you can learn how to walk with God with, or anything else that you need to be connected to a church. You need a church family. Nobody learns how to walk alone. That's what parents are for. That's what family is for, to teach you how to walk and to walk correctly. So we would love to have you be part of our church family. Amen. And we pray that God has saved you today. If anybody that's here in the room uh, would like to be a part of our church family, we'd love to have you. If you raise your hand, I'll send somebody to you. Or you can go to newantioch.org and go to the connect button and join our church there. We are pushing, pushing, pushing our community groups. When you need to be in community, especially in this pandemic where you can't come to church like we normally do, you need to be in a group of people. They're all, they all meet on Zoom. Uh, so it's virtual meeting. You, but you can see faces and get to know people. And this year is the year of the walk. And we are walking with God. There is a book called The Enoch Experience. Even if you're not in community, get the book. You can go to lulu.com. And for $6 and some change, you can download uh, this book in a digital copy. Uh, it is what God gave me. It's a devotional that, that I wrote about how to walk with God on a daily basis. We don't know when we'll be able to have church like we used to. But church is not this building. Church is in you. You are part of uh, the kingdom of God. And your walk with God has to be personal. This will show you how to have a personal walk with God. He wants to be your friend. He wants to be your friend. He wants to be in your life. There is a way that you can know God for yourself. And this book will show you how to do that. So the Enoch experience, you can download it. If you want a hard copy and you're in community, uh, if you need a hard copy and you're not in the community, put that in the comments as well. We have people that are looking for, for it right now. Uh, but Pastor, uh, Pastor December can get you a copy or your community group leader. Go through your community group leader if you want a hard copy of the book or you can digitally, digitally download it right now at lulu.com. Go look for the Enoch experience, E-N-O-C-H. Again, he's just, he's a guy in the Bible that it says he just walked with God. And God took him, uh, they just walked until he walked right out of this earth one day. And we want that experience that we can say we walked with God. And so that's what we're pushing. That's why I need everyone connected to New Antioch to have that devotional and go through it this year. You can start reading it now. Just read two of them a week, and that'll take you through the whole year if you read about two of them a week. It's just the first 90 of a book that has about 150 um, devotionals in it, and we will walk with God. We do want to give our condolences and honor uh, to Senator Joe Neal, who is a first black state senator in uh, Nevada, uh, who passed away during the holidays. His daughter is now Senator Neal as well. Senator Dina Neal is a member of New Antioch. And so we want to lift her up in prayer this week. The viewing is on Friday uh, at Davis uh, Funeral Home and then the service will be Saturday. Of course, because of COVID, everybody cannot come, uh, but we do want to lift Dina up, let her know her church is behind her 
pray uh, for her and the family. But those of us who are real uh, black Nevadans, we've known Joe Neal all of our life. He is an icon and a legend here uh, in Nevada, especially here in Las Vegas. And so we want to uh, holler out to, uh, to Dina and to her family. Uh, the only other thing is our Leadership Advanced Conference, which is January 20th through the 28th. I'm sorry, 28th through 30th. I'm looking right at it. 28th through the 30th. Uh, those of you that are leaders, servant leaders, ministers, pastors, uh, directors, executive directors, it's mandatory for you to be there. So go to our Facebook pages and there's a link there where you can register just $20 this year to be all virtual, but you still need to get off work. Um, so don't say, okay, this year is virtual. I don't have to be there. You need to be there. This is it's every year. This is our training. I expect you to be there. And then anyone else in the church who just wants to hear what the leaders are doing, you are welcome as well. Come back and see us again. We have a word for you. Uh, I'll be back up next week and we have a word of, from the Lord. Uh, for all of you. Um, again, if you want to join our church, go to newantioch.org and go to the Connect. We'd love to have you. We'll start our community groups. Get to your groups this week. Get to your groups this week. And if that's all, if the all minds, any of the pastors have anything God is saying uh, to you to minister this morning, amen, we'll be dismissed. Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. We're greeting you this morning with a holy wave. And all the saints here salute you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen and amen. God bless you. And we'll see you same time. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante Campus or for Central Campus, it's New Antioch Central at 77977.